LTDA, the official podcast. Hello, this is the first of an LTDA official podcast. I'm Steve McNamara, I'm the General Secretary. And over the course of these episodes, we're going to be looking at a variety of aspects surrounding the cab trade. Make sure you subscribe to these podcasts and get them as they come through. They'll come through automatically if you do that. And it goes without saying as well, you know, share it with people and let them know uh, what's going on. Now, the first couple of episodes, we're going to look at the knowledge. And more specifically, we're going to look at people who have recently passed through the knowledge, the new recruits, the, the new graduates, if you like, to the cab trade. It's, it's no secret that the cab trade has been through some challenging and changing times lately. And, and if you've been in the industry for a while, it's, it's difficult sometimes to, to get a perspective on how other people see it. We think it'd be really useful to, to speak to people who have chosen to make it their career at this particular time. And it's their stories we're going to be hearing. So here we go, the first episode. I've got with me Katie Chanel's from the carriage office. She's the chief examiner. Mark Gunning, who's the, the current bad boy, I think, of the carriage office. I've got Steve Thomas, um, long-time knowledge examiner. And let's just have a, a quick introduction to people. Katie. So my name's Katie Channels. I'm the Knowledge of London manager. I've been in charge of the knowledge for the last two years. So it's my job to oversee the knowledge, make sure things run smoothly. And I've got a team of 11 examiners. I've got seven full-timers, four part-timers. Mark? My name's Mark Gunning. I'm a Knowledge of London examiner. I've been a Knowledge of London examiner for about seven or eight years, starting in 2011. And currently there full-time, along with my colleagues. Steve? Yeah, um, I've been the examiner for 17 years in April, and prior to that I was the detective sergeant in the Met Police for 32 years. I think we should say also that you're all cab drivers. This is yeah. this is the key issue. All three of you are, are, are cab drivers, so you, you're all close to the industry in, in every aspect. One of the big questions that a lot of people ask is, you know, being a knowledge examiner, you can be seen as the bogey man, bogey woman, and, and you know, this whole sort of image from the 70s, you know, people sitting on, with parrots on their shoulder looking the wrong way, trying to scare people and all that sort of stuff, which uh, that doesn't go on any. We haven't got a parrot, Katie, have you? <laughs> I'd love to have a parrot, but no. Um, no, look, I think we have to be honest. We've, there's a lot of industries that have changed since the 70s, and ours is one of them, you know. Back at Penton Street 30, 40 years ago, some of the examiners you had there... No offence to them, but they hadn't done the knowledge themselves. They were sitting there examining people off of a map. I think the difference now is all of our examiners have been through this process. Me, myself, this was something that I'd done not that long ago. You know, I'm with the knowledge candidates today. I was in their shoes just six, seven years ago. So I've been through the process as it is now. And no, our job is to make sure we deliver a fair, open, transparent system and just, you know, we're not there to stop people, but we are there to maintain the standard because we are the best in the world. And, yeah, it's our job to make sure that we maintain that gold standard. Steve, you see yourself as a bogeyman? Uh, not at all. I enjoy the work I do. appreciate we It took me three and a half years to the knowledge. It's hard. And, and we can understand it when people are sitting in front of us how I felt. You know, uh, I got D's as well as I'm dishing them out. And it's hard when you get a diva. I mean, it's a, it's a learning process. And, uh, you know, uh, we can put ourselves in their position and understand how they feel. Mark, do you feel bad giving people Ds? <laughs> Look, it's a learning process, OK? The fact of the matter is, as we know, we're the best in the world. Um, and at the time when you're going through that, it's as if to say, you know, you think that the examiners are out to get you or, or they just want to stop you. We don't. We're trying to make 
good cab drivers. We ask questions and you don't realise. Sometimes you get asked something on the road and you just pull it automatic. You don't realise where you've got it from. It's because you've studied it. It's come up sometime uh, in a, some sort of turnaround or something like that, a road. You know, it's just to make good cab drivers. And at the end of it, most people... Most most people appreciate it at the end, to be and, fair. And, of course, the big secret that, that no-one ever tells knowledge candidates is, is no-one's ever failed. People have given up, <laughs> right. no-one has ever failed. Exactly. That's right. OK, now it's time to meet um, some recent entrants, new badge holders and new graduates. You know, if you're listening to this as a cab driver or, or you're listening to this as somebody who's never done the knowledge, or it, it really is. I mean, it is it is blood, sweat and tears and, and, and these people are coming in there now. Um, they've sweated, studied, grafted, they've lost they've lost sleep, um, they've not seen their families in some cases, you know, locking themselves in room. Uh, sometimes for, you know, anything up to four years or longer. And all of the people you're going to hear on this episode pass the knowledge within the last 18 months, some as recently as just six months ago. And I have to say there's uh, some, some beaming faces out there as I look in the studio, so let's meet them. Hello there, my name's Cosmo Gasparro and I passed in May 2018, roughly nine months ago. Hi, I'm Tom Hutley and I got my badge 15 months ago. Hi, my name is Tina Yo and I got my badge 10 months ago. Hello there, my name's Wes Hewitt and I got my badge in summer 2017. Hello, my name's David Parker, uh, I got my badge in November 2018. Hello, my name's Neil Lawrence, I got my badge in February 2018. Hi, my name's Joe Young. I got my badge in October 2018, so only four months. Hi, I'm Michael Ryan. I got my badge 12 months ago. Let's get a bit of detail about what people actually did. I mean, we all talk about doing the knowledge, but I mean, what does it actually, what did you actually have to do and how did you go about learning it? Let's start with you, Tom. Quite simply getting out on the bike and going into London and, and learning that way. Did you go to school? Uh, I didn't go to a school. I lived quite far out of London. I lived um, quite, almost on the border of Suffolk and, uh, and Essex. So it really was a scramble to come out of work, get into London, go do you know four or five hours in London, come home, sleep and repeat it all again, really. Bike, car? Uh, half and half. I found it was really good motivator in the winter to come in the car. <laughs> in the summer, I'd come in on the bike. So, yeah. How long did it take you? Uh, two years and 11 months. That's impressive for part-time. I was single, I lived at home with my parents, I had no excuses. See, you know you've done well when Katie and Mark are both nodding when you say you've done it in that time, <laughs> doing it like that, then you know Very you've done well. well. <laughs> Joe? Hi, yeah, so my, my situation was a little bit different to Tom's. I lived in central London, and it probably took me a lot longer than him to do it as well. But What did you do, walk it? No, no, I've done, done it all on a motorbike, I've done it all on a motorbike, and I, I was working full-time while I was doing it as well, but I really enjoyed the whole process of the knowledge you enjoyed start. it yeah i really did enjoy it from the start to the finish it was a great learning experience it's, it's peter's not tv because everyone in the room shook their heads when he said that i think it teaches a lot about yourself which i i really benefited from i've never thought of the knowledge as a, as a self-beneficial sort of healing process um go to a school i did go to a school yeah knowledge point you found that useful I did find it very useful. Katie Channels was actually one of my teachers for <laughs> <laughs> about two years now. Okay. Yeah, Joe took some good advice <laughs> given yeah, to him actually, at the beginning. He, uh, he got on the right path. I think that's the key as well, isn't it? It's just making sure you get off on the right start and you listen to people at the beginning, those around you. Did you come from a cab driver family, Joe? I didn't Where I look fairly young, everyone always assumes, especially customers in the back, they always say, oh, is your dad a cab driver? <laughs> <laughs> No one in my family was a cab driver. 
my mum definitely pushed me towards doing it because I lived over the road from the Knowledge Point School. But apart from that, I sort of just took it on myself to do it a little bit. I gotta say, when you came in, I thought, "Are you joking?" A little bit young, yeah. I look yeah. younger than I, my I actual age. I think I actually, actually, are you your age? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was. But to be fair, then, if I'm honest, you had everything correct. You oh, came in, you, you sat you. down, you done what you had to do. You did, you took everything, and anything that happened, you took it on your chin. You left. In, uh, it was, it was very good. Mark's still good. looking for friends. No, I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got no friends anywhere. He's looking for. I got one or two D's off of Mark, but he definitely... Didn't we all? Well yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> did you learn from them? I did definitely learn from did them. Did they help you? They did help. There you go. Bogeyman. There you go. What, did you, what was you doing when you were working full-time? I was a postman. And being a postman, driving a cab, difference? It's a totally benefits. different job. It's a, to me, I prefer the job a lot more. The health side of it is a little bit different. You know, as a postman, you burn a lot of calories in a day, a lot of exercise. In a taxi, so not you don't get as much exercise. You have to, but with a taxi, you have enough time in the day to to, to exercise. Whereas, if you, with a job like Royal Mail, you're just constantly working. Well, you, you, I mean, you, I've seen more fat on a chip, <laughs> so you're not. You, no, you, I don't Tom, think it's a problem. Tom, Tom, what did you do before? It was like everything. I worked in retail. Um, I went to university, um, and comparison between the two, the knowledge and university, I feel like I could have done two uni degrees in that time. It's just non-stop the amount of work I sort of had to do to get through at least it felt like that anyway see that is that is really interesting because you hear this analogy all the time between doing a, a, a degree and, and, and you've done one and you've done the knowledge what's harder oh easy the knowledge every time it's far far harder just with a, with a degree um, I got a first I went to the, um, I did film and TV production with that you could almost sort of scramble together at the last minute put stuff together before a deadline and do it whereas the knowledge it's like if you you can't there's no last minute plan the knowledge it's about going out and doing as much as you can in advance ready for that time that you then have to sit and do the exam joe what did you do um the whole time i was doing the knowledge uh, i jumped from job to job mainly office space jobs all in central london uh the jobs were really taken to help me get through the knowledge uh, that's why i stayed in central london got me on the scooter every day for minimum just different routes in different routes out I'd always stay two, three hours after work on the bike, collecting points, go home, revision, get up the next day, do the same again. Um, I think I made a lot of mistakes along the way because it took me six years, so something weren't going right. Uh, that's when I found a school. Uh, went to Edinburgh Lacrosse, first day in there, spoke to Gert, who run it, and I thought, right, this is it. This is how I'm going to get through it. Um, and I effectively started again. I was already on appearances, um, and I threw out everything I owned, got the blue books again, and started again wow. from day one. Okay. And I was already three years in, and I was on 56s. And I thought, that's the only way I'm going to get through it, because I just didn't do it right the first three years. Hmm. See, that, that, that's, that's really interesting. Katie, Mark, I mean, tell that's, us. That's common. It is common, and it's, it's heartbreaking when we see that at the carriage office as well, because people come in and you know that they've done something for the last couple of years, but they've just not been quite on track. And this is part of the reason why the uh, year before last we brought back the initial talk, mm. so that it makes sure that when candidates now sign up for the knowledge, we speak with them within the first few weeks of putting in their application. We've now brought back the first stage one assessment, so after six months they come and see us again. They do a mock assessment of their stage two written exam, and it just gives them an opportunity to just have a chat with us, ask any questions, and just see if they're on track or not, rather than having that two-year gap. I mean, two years is a long time to go off and study on your own um, and then come back after two years to find out that you was doing it wrong in the first place. It's all very well us giving people 
paperwork and saying go and read it but sometimes actually having a chat with them at the beginning we've found that gets people on track see you have done things correctly what happens is it took when, you six years yeah, yeah, but well, there's no time limit on it do it right or do it wrong no. every badge looks no. the same the at the end is, the knowledge <laughs> it teaches you a lot more than just about the road it teaches you organization it teaches you discipline. When you start coming up for appearances, you realise you have to get there on time at a certain thing. All of these things, they help. And when you're studying and you're doing and you put all of these things together, when you come out as a cab driver, you've got it all organised. So where you started off doing it wrong in the first place and you realise, look, if I want this, I'm going to have to get this right. So everything goes out the window, you focus, focus, focus. And I bet you, as soon as you started focusing, you start to see the results, didn't you? Oh, massively, yeah, massively. Um, and I think the most important thing for knowledge students is they need to find out what they're getting into before they get into it. They don't realise. Because you get lost very easily. Um, Gert, when I sat down with Gert over the first couple of weeks I was there, it then became very clear. Just the small little things I was doing wrong that was leading to big mistakes on it. Uh, so I think bringing back the initial talk is a massive help. I, I remember seeing you on appearances and I remember... I could see the disappointment in the face if you didn't score, but I always try to give you some sort of advice and push you in the right direction. And in the end, I remember when you actually got your badge. Yeah, you looked like a happy bunny at the time. To be honest with you, it was all smiles and everything. And at the end of the day, I don't think you've got anything to knock to say or knock this system, have you? You'd say that it's no. The, the system is really it's a, it's a fair system. You're there to be tested. You're there mm. to be examined. And I think the harder it is to get through that system, the better the cab driver you are. That's right. Because there's not much you don't know when you go out in the street. And it is a very lonely place when you get asked a point and you don't know it because right. there's no one there to help you. The the really interesting bit that, that I've found is obviously having done it from your side, having done the knowledge, but never ever been a knowledge examiner and, and never will be with my knowledge. But the interesting <laughs> bit is to, to, to hear you both saying, as Steve was saying earlier, is that you, you're here to help. You actually want to help, don't you? You want people to pass out. You just want them to get it right. Is that right? But at a time when you're going through the system, it doesn't look like that. Some people will have this in, impression that we're there to try and pull them up. When we ask you questions and we test you, you don't even realise when you get out there that you're going places. You just pull the point and you go. You just go on instinct. And that is what we're doing. We test to a level to get you to go out there and not worry about your job. You should be able to get into that cab and just go and be relaxed about what you're doing. So, Katie, you're not out to be horrible no, to people. You, you don't want to be a bogey woman. No, not at all. No, at the end of the day, we're just there to purely maintain a standard. If people don't reach that standard, it only hinders themselves in the long run because they're the ones who have a 30, 40 year career ahead of them and they're just going to be struggling every day. So, it's there to maintain the standard. And, you know, when you get that badge, you become a member of the best club in the world. So, we just want to make sure that everyone earns the right to get that badge and I know before we were saying about time wise I think it's very easy for people thinking about starting the knowledge thinking oh but it's four or five years as Tom's just said there he's done it in two years 11 months if you listen to us properly in the first place and you put in the groundwork from day one you know it can be done within two and a half three years for those who concentrate part time as well part time as well yeah we've seen it happen Mm. but for those who think that they're going to cheat their way around the first year or few months and get to the finish line just as quick you know, they're, they're, they're not. If you, you have to put in, everyone has to put in the same amount of work. So if you start properly from day one, like I said, the quicker you get to the finish line. The thing is, at the end of the day, trying to cut corners to get through the knowledge is not the way to go. Because what will happen is, if you manage to get out the other end, you will not enjoy that job. 
you have to go out there and know your stuff and know what you're doing. And if you enjoy doing the knowledge and you, t- you, you took it to heart, you will go out there and more than likely you'll find that job easy. If you're not doing it correct, you go out there and you struggle, they're not going to like it. So put in the effort at the beginning, you'll understand. Well, I just wanted to add one more thing, Mark. Yeah, that's exactly that. It's probably the most drawn-out job interview in the world. <laughs> you've done it. You've done all the hard work. You get there, you turn up on the first day. There's nothing. You ain't got to learn or do anything. You've done all the hard work. You're there and crack on, basically. Where else can you go and get a job straight away? As soon as you get your badge, you're off working straight away. Well, do you know what? That is a, that is a key point you've just made. Uh, you, you were saying when you, you know, you've got a degree, you can spend a, a number of times getting a degree in anything. And when you've got that degree, you've, you, you've then got to go out and find the job and find someone to employ you. The thing with the knowledge is, the one thing the knowledge guarantees is when you've done it, you've got a job. It's a 100% guarantee of a job at the end of the day. And I think that's a, that's a real key issue. One of the things that I think we should ask everybody here, doing the knowledge, becoming a cab driver... Um, would you recommend it to people? If someone listening to this is thinking, oh, you know, am I going to spend two years, 11 months on the knowledge, six years on the knowledge, or am I, you know, am I going to do something else? Um, so let, let's go around and, Tom, would you recommend it? Yeah, for me and people like me, most certainly, it's all down to you as a person. I love the fact that, for me, it's more about life. I want to be able to design my life, do the things I want to do when I want to do them. Um, and still earn quite well around that. Some people like to know they've got X amount of money coming in every month and they're going to get that salary just for turning up. Um, in the cab, you have to put the hours in. You do have to go out and drive. That's the one thing that I think is quite crucial. You don't get it for sitting down the cafe or sitting at home doing nothing. So as long as you're prepared to put the hours in, you can you know, diff it up and have it how you want. But I've had a really, since doing the knowledge, I've had a much better quality of life, a much richer quality of life. It suits me perfectly. Tina, worth it to you? Yeah, it was. Recommend def- it? Yeah, I'd recommend it. It's definitely worth it. It's a life changing experience, but once you're out there on the road, you know, it, it's an enjoyable job. You meet lots of different people. And as you say, you know, just the flexibility and the freedom to be able to learn to earn your living that way, it, it, it's, it's quite sort of like um, empowering in a way. Mike? Yeah, I'd definitely recommend it. Um, I'd also say approach with caution. You, you can't do it half-hearted, so if you've got the right character, then definitely go for it. Know what you're getting into. Yeah, 100%. Um, if you can get through the knowledge, then you'll be a good good cab driver, so you'll have the, the right character to be a cab driver. Again, you can't see this. is not TV. Uh, Mark and Katie are both nodding like, you know, them little nodding dogs that sit in the back of the car. <laughs> know what you're getting into. Uh, Joe, you, would you recommend the knowledge to someone? I would definitely recommend the knowledge. I've already tried to bribe and coerce some of my friends to do it because they have a similar age age group to me, but I would 100% recommend it to anyone thinking about doing it. When you talk to people in your age group, and all, all three of you, uh, everyone's younger than me now, except for Mark, um, do you, when you talk to your peer groups and, and, and people who, you know, your mates that are not cab drivers, so obviously I'm, I'm guessing they ask you questions. What, what yeah, you ma- massively. So they all, they're all very jealous of the sort of money and the freedom that you have now. But he wasn't jealous when I was doing the knowledge, and you know, it takes a long time to do. They weren't jealous when you was on a moped in the rain, but worth it. It's definitely worth it in the end. Tom, you're nodding? Yeah, same thing. The amount of times I was on the knowledge, sorry, mate, I can't come for a beer tonight. I've got to do the rest of my books. I've got to do the sheets. I've got to get through it all. I've got an exam. And even on holiday, you can never switch off from it. Whereas now, we go on nights out now, and I've got mates wake up and go, oh, mate, I've got to go to work Saturday, and I'm like, well, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> I might just sit at home for this one. Yeah. Katie Chanel, so Chief Examiner, I'm going to bring you in, Mark. Mm-hmm. You've heard what your ex, I was going to say your ex-pupils, 
that your your ex victims have uh, <laughs> have got to say about it. What's your thoughts on their thoughts? I I make them absolutely correct, spot on. Because the truth of the matter is, you know, as an examiner, the amount of people, and you guys will back me up on this in the sense that the amount of people once they see you're through and you're driving your cab and they're looking at you, you know, drive, they want to talk to you and they want to do it. It's all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they want to do it. But it's not necessarily for everybody if you don't organise yourself correctly. Because you have to, within your mind, you have to be, have a mindset and you really do have to organise yourself right. I'm going to do this knowledge and it's about this, sustaining it all the way through. If they get it right from the beginning, they will have a really lucrative career at the end of it. Don't you? Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's refreshing to listen to the different stories and... You know, we're often painted as the bad guy. So to sit here and listen... Sorry, you're always painted as the bad guy. Always. You know, you've got to remember, I've seen this knowledge from every single angle over the last decade. It started off with my dad doing the knowledge and driving us all mad in home. At home, sorry. It then went from my dad doing the knowledge to me having a go at doing the knowledge. It then from me doing the knowledge, being a points collector, standing outside in the freezing cold for five, six hours a day, um, to then finishing the knowledge, becoming a knowledge tutor, working as an examiner, and now the knowledge of London manager. So you name it, I've done every angle over the last decade. And to just sit here and listen to new cab drivers say how much it was worth it and how much they're enjoying it, you know, puts a big, massive smile on my face because this is a massive part of my life. Um, my husband's a cab driver. Mm. He'd done the knowledge after I'd done the knowledge. And you, So you didn't examine him, did you? No, no, right. no. Just, just checking on that one. God, no. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is for me sitting here listening how much they're enjoying it and how it was all worth it. Like I said, it just makes, makes us realise that what we do is, you know, we are still doing what we need to do and yeah it makes it worthwhile i couldn't i couldn't recommend a better thing for anyone to try and get into just before we finish let's get a final word from all our new badge holders our new graduates on what the knowledge means to them david freedom it's enabled me to change my life completely neil just a sense of pride and a achievement we are respected and um it's just changed my life Joe? For me, it was a bit of both. It was a huge life-changing experience and the freedom, again, is like no other job. Michael? It gave me a life. Leading up to getting the badge, my whole life just revolved around maps and roads. So it's the happiest I've been in my life, really. So, Cosmo? As most cab drivers say, the freedom, the flexible hours, and I want to drive an icon. Tom? Uh, for me, the freedom, definitely. I love being able to dictate my own hours when I go to work, when I come home, and making room for the more important things in life besides just working all the time. Tina? Um, the knowledge has given me new friendships, um, it's given me a new living, and it's restored faith in myself. Wes? Confidence. I think it gave me the confidence of feeling like, no, I can go out and do something on my own and make a success of it, which I hadn't really done before. Uh, thanks to everyone for that. It's really interesting to, to have heard you know, what you've put in. That's going to be it for this episode. Uh, thanks to our, our panel, Katie, Chief Knowledge Examiner, Mark, I still say he's the bogeyman, uh, Steve Thomas. But a special thanks, these are the people, you know, for these drivers, for taking the time to come in here, share their stories. You know, it's, it's so good to meet, uh, you know, happy people. In part two of this podcast, we're going to continue in a similar vein and continue to talk with more of those who have recently took the challenge and embarked on the world's toughest exam, and it is the world's toughest exam, the knowledge. Do make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you can receive the next episode of the podcast automatically. 
If you want more details on taking the knowledge, information is available on the Transport for London website. We're going to have a link to it on the LTDA, www.ltda.co.uk. There'll be a link to it on our website and through the various knowledge schools that you can access through the TFL website. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>